0: This may be a small step in that direction. Who knows? Uh, But I'm here with my dear friend and colleague, Antonio Elefano. Uh, He has a huge, uh, very competitive, I might add, Oscar pool that he hosts every year. Uh, And he's probably only about one of like maybe three, four friends that I have who can obsess over the Oscars as much as I do. Um, So I'm super happy to have him here today to just nerd uh, to chat about the Oscars and talk about our predictions Nerd
1: out is right nerd out is right yeah so
0: (laughs) I guess I should say how are you doing are you ready to nerd out about the Oscars
1: I am absolutely what a what a strange and exciting year to be talking about the the categories this year so yeah let's dig in yeah
0: especially recent recent developments have have just thrown everything into chaos so I'm super I know I
1: I this. thought it was all set my 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 ballot was all set in terms of at least what I thought was going to win and now now it's all now it's all chaos but that's exciting yeah
0: <laughs> all right so here's what we're going to do uh Antonio and I are going to go category by category through what we call the big 8 uh so that's four acting categories two screenplay categories director and best picture uh and for each of those we're going to discuss who we think will win. So our predictions for Oscars night, and then who we think should win. Uh, and I would say that anytime I talk to anybody about Oscar predicting rule, number one is separate from your head, from your heart. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I think the big mistake people often make is they just choose the ones that we, they like, and they're not plugged into sort of like that, that who will win might be very different than who should win.
1: <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. I I, I think every year um, when I do like the, the Oscar pool, people, people tell me like, oh, I, I didn't watch enough of the movies to like, to, to guess. And I'm like, that's probably helpful. <laughs> right. I mean, yes. there, in terms of like the tea leaves for figuring out that stuff, it's not, it's not about, um, you know, what your personal preferences are. It often, it's often much more straightforward than that. Although again, this year it's, uh, it's, 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 it's tricky this year. Um, it,
0: is, so. it is. There's a lot more kind of like guesswork probably involved or just like gambling, yeah. Um, than there otherwise would be. but yeah, I think my problem is actually the opposite. uh, I listen to podcasts about Oscars yeah. more than I have time to watch the actual Oscars movies. And so yeah, if we're predicting that works in my favor, but for a couple of these categories, I feel like I had a hard time being like, am I qualified to say who should win this because I don't know <laughs> if I've seen all of these. um <laughs> so yeah, we'll 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 get to that when we come, when come to it. um all right, should we should we get started?
1: Yeah, so first we're going to start Best Supporting Actress, which actually is an incredibly difficult category to um, to pick, both in terms of actually, I think, the who will win, but then also who should win, I think, is also tricky because it's just a strong category.
0: Yeah, it's a good group. It's a good group. Um, so the most recent development for this that made this completely chaotic is SAG went to Jamie Lee Curtis, who I think was not really at the top of everybody's prediction list, I think, before yeah. that uh Carrie Condon had won the BAFTA before that uh Angela Bassett had won I think Golden Globes which she had started off the season with as the front runner and everyone kind of presumed that she was going to keep going and then she just didn't uh and so now I feel like she's not in anybody's top spot um for will win but yeah who do you so who do you think's gonna win like who's
1: so I, I I thought Angela Bassett too up until um I mean honestly even through the Baptists I thought Angela Bass was still cuz I thought I thought fine <laughs> like Baptists go with the Irish movie that's 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 totally fine but um but uh, I when I watched the Screen Actors Guild and saw the reception for Jamie Lee Curtis who by all accounts is a very popular well loved um actress in Hollywood I thought um oh it's probably it, it it's going to be a career win and it's good, but it's but we had the wrong career tapped (laughs) for it right it's gonna love that I think it's Uh, I think it's probably gonna go to to Jamie Lee Curtis um uh I don't know what do you think
0: yeah I'm leaning that way right now too just because you know oftentimes in this last leg of the Oscars race it's about momentum and passion picks right Mm -hmm. amongst in amongst voters because voting starts tomorrow uh tomorrow right yeah um, yeah. and so the SAG is the last kind of pre big, big televised precursor that's on people's minds. And I feel like the, you could definitely sense like everything, everywhere, all at once swept the SAG. So I feel like it's, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis, I think needs probably needs to be the front runner now because, because of that. And because like everything you just said, right. Like people want to give this to her. They want her to have an Oscar, um, more apparently than they want Angela Bassett to have an Oscar. Which I feel like might be I don't know whether how you fall on that is 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 debatable but um yeah I I'm I have her as my will win right now though I'm not confident because I feel like I keep going back to Glenn Close because yeah. that was our that was our last predicted career Oscar anointment like like oh you finally we need to give you one of these before it's too late here um even though no one's seen uh the wife uh, <laughs> and, and so I feel like that's the thing, one thing that's kind of getting making me nervous about picking her because she might not be able to push over the finish line. Like like, like that that narrative might not be coming across like the way the way that we think it is right now. So
1: Yeah. I mean, to be honest, of the career of the potential career wins here, I I I would favor Angela Bassett. Um, I do think that there's a little bit in the of the in the Oscar voters' mind, a little bit of a prejudice against Marvel. Um, the the Marvel. Uh, movies. So, um, I could see that, that certain voters might resist, um, the, the, um, victory here for, for Bassett. Um, yeah. I mean, he's incredible. And I think the best part of that movie, but, you know, at the end of the day, when you look at what that, what that movie is compared to some of the, to, to these other performances, I don't know. Um, I, I think that, I think that Curtis, um, allows them to, again, to reward a wonderful career and a movie that they obviously really love. Um, I, we haven't talked about the other other nominees quite quite as much I do I do think Carrie Condon is is incredible and was the best she's part so bad and and based on performance alone I would probably put my vote for her that's probably who I think should win although I think Hong Chao was also the best part of the whale <laughs> um now that's a little bit we'll talk about the whale that's kind of faint praise for me <laughs> but um but uh,
0: <laughs> that's the end of your good words about the whale <laughs> <laughs> but I actually I actually haven't still that's the that's the next in my queue catch up on this.
1: I'm, I'm very I'll be very curious to what you think of, of the whale. Um but um so I I think I think it's gonna go to curse. I am not at all certain. But this is also a category where honestly any of the five could win. And if if people wrote in Dolly de Leon and she won, I, I would be happy to because, because it's just it's such a strong category and 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 I like all of these actresses and I think they did really good work. So um so it's kind of an embarrassment of riches in this particular category.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I just watched Triangle of Sandness the other day and I, I'm totally with you on the Deli D. She's like the one thing that makes that movie work. Um, yeah. And and yeah, so like to, I now understand. I think I remember when the nominations came out, a lot of people being confused and disappointed why she wasn't on there. And I get it now. I totally get it. Um, yeah. My pick is actually for who should win yeah. uh, is, is Stephanie Shu. Oh, um, yeah. And I totally get why she wouldn't win because, you know, typically if there's a, and I hate the word ingenue, but everybody uses that word to describe newer actresses or younger actresses. Um, but she, like, this is her big, kind of her big break. Right. And so I can understand them, them wanting to wait and be like, oh, okay. Like, we'll get you next time. Or like, you know, we, you have, t- you still have time. Um, so I totally get why she wouldn't win, but I feel like to it's, it feels very weird to me for all the love for everything, everywhere, all at once, and especially in all these acting categories. And she's the one who's going to not get anything, right? Like, because I feel like she, in a lot of ways, is the center, the core of that movie, right? Like she holds, she kind of is, like she's the gravitational pull for the story. Um, And so, and she's so awesome in it. So that's probably with my pick, but I, I would support Carrie Condon as well. I also feel like from a prediction standpoint, just if people have been tuning into the televised awards, just seeing her, she has very good Oscar clips. Like her scenes that they're showing from Banshees. Yeah. If you haven't seen Banshees, but you just watch those, I can definitely see that being like, oh, like <laughs> that. I mean, maybe not, maybe not, that's not all enough to convince someone to vote for her, but that would be enough to get them to go watch Banshees and then maybe vote for her later.
1: And in a movie that's incredibly well-written, she has the best lines in the movie. Yeah. I mean, yep. so, um, but I, I, I do feel like it's going to go to one of the two um veterans um and i think it's gonna be curtis So again i'd I prefer bassett here um so all right so we have to supporting actors supporting yeah. actor is much more straightforward
0: yeah <laughs> this is pretty easy um yeah. lot mostly certainty i feel like say so, yeah, so the only this would have been a sweep for kihi except bafta right like barry keoghan won bafta yeah. um which threw everyone into a tizzy to be like oh no like the streak has been broken what does this mean um yeah but I think SAG kind of put us back on course in terms of like, yes, this is happening. Um, his, I feel like he's got everything. Like at this point he's got it to me, it reminds me a lot of Troy Kotzer from last year who just like kept winning and winning. And then with every speech kept winning more, you know what I mean? Like his speeches have been great. He hasn't just used the same material. Like the speech has been thematically consistent, but I think have been varied and actually like in terms of the actual words he's saying. So, um, I think and I was him. listening. Yeah, go yeah go ahead. I was listening to next, next best picture and Matt Negley on there said something like the speeches have been really, fr-. even though he's kind of talking about the same things in every speech, they feel fresh and genuine every time, which I feel like is helping him a lot.
1: I agree. I think that there's an exuberance about him um, that is sort of irresistible and that also sort of matches his character in the, in the movie. Um I think that it's a it's a it's a vote that everyone can feel happy about, Um, and so um, so you know, I in this category there are some strong performances in the category along with it, but I think that this is the easiest one to predict. In that, if if, uh, it it would it would shock me um, if if he didn't if he didn't take take on this, I also
0: just feel like the internet's going to revolt if if he doesn't (laughs) at this point. You know, I mean, people are going to be flipping tables.
1: Yeah. Um, I'll i be honest. I, I was happy to see um Barry Keoghan win at the at BAFTA. Like um if only because I thought that was the second best performance mm-hmm. in Banshees. I thought his scene with Carrie Condon toward the end of that movie was was just absolutely heartbreaking. Um and so I'm glad that he he came away with um with something in the award season. And sometimes it's just nice. There's so many awards, right? And you see the same actor um win every single one, but um, I, I, I don't, I, I never really thought that he was a threat to win at the Oscars, mm. even after BAFTA. Um, I, I, am curious to, to know, like, so I prefer Barry Keoghan's performance over Brendan Gleeson's and the Banshees of Inisherin. um, even though both are great, great performances. Um, how, how do you feel between those two?
0: Oh, that's a good question. I feel like I'm with you. I like Barry Keoghan. I feel like, because if you think about like, Brendan Gleeson has has more to work with in terms of his character you know i mean like he's got he's the brute the brooding kind of like like he's the impetus for all the conflict in the movie i feel like he has kind of an easier job uh whereas barry kilgan it's like really i feel like since his character is a simpleton yeah right it's really hard to play that in a and then also be complex right and not be sort of like a joke or a caricature um which i definitely think he was not so so yeah, I, I'm with you that I feel like, but again, it's one of those things where it's like every, I think everyone thought Brendan, if someone were from that movie, were going to win in this category, it would be Brendan Gleeson because he's the the older actor, he's been around longer, right?
1: It's um, the meteor. It's the meteor role. Um, yeah. I mean, Barry Kilgus is definitely a supporting um, role, right? Um, but yeah, that's true. Me, Brendan
0: Gleeson is like kind of category fraud,
1: <laughs> kind of right. It, it's it's yeah. or of, it's like in between. It's in between, yeah. So, um, I'm fine with that. Um, I thought that I, I, I don't know if you've seen Causeway. I, I did watch Causeway. I thought, I thought, uh, Brian Tyree Henry was reliably, um, excellent, um, in that movie, but the movie itself was, was fine.
0: Um, mm-hmm. and, um, I haven't seen it.
1: um, it was, it was fine. It was, it was a fine Jennifer Lawrence performance. Um, and, and he was good in it, but, um, I don't think, I don't think enough Oscar voters. Do you think,
0: Jud- You pro- I, mean, I think I know the answer, but do you think Judd Hirsch should be on here at all?
1: <laughs> no.
0: I mean, I think that, um
1: I think if uh if you're gonna invoke, if you're going to to um nominate anyone from the Fablemans, I think, including like in any category for performance, I think it should have been Paul Dano. Um I mm-hmm. think yeah. I think it, I think that that um you know it's it's an it's an understated role. He didn't have this, the like the scenery chewing scene. I mean, Judd Hirsch only had the scene, <laughs> right? Um, but but what Paul Dano has to do throughout the course of this movie, I think is is um also just really heartbreaking and and yeah
0: um, right and, and he has the one subtle role in a sea of very flat like like next to yeah, michelle williams's performance right. you know what i mean like yeah, yeah so
1: yeah so i i definitely don't think that he should he should be on the list but but you
0: know. and i feel like he falls into the category of like can we really call because i feel like people argue over can we call this a cameo <laughs> versus a supporting actor role and i feel like he really toes that line because he's literally in the movie for like eight minutes yeah, I mean, I think there are
1: there are examples in like Oscar history of like uh, of really short performances winning. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I, uh, we're, we're going way in the history here. Like, Network. I feel like uh, there was a Beatrice something straight maybe, oh, and then oh yeah, yeah, Judy Dench. I think also, um, yeah, right, was it was a pretty short performance. But um, okay. Oh, sorry, my my phone. <laughs> you're you're good. You're good. Okay. <laughs> um. So um. Okay. Can I, I also think-
0: say that, like, from a campaigning perspective? Yeah. Uh, Ki he Kwan, has just been like um hes like has the perfect campaign because it's just all he's doing is like excitedly taking selfies with everybody. Yeah, and it's just it's it's getting the job done, and I love it.
1: I I agree. I agree. I, I I'm I feel very confident about about him there. Now here's where we here's where I'm I'm almost certain we're going to to diverge a bit. Um, and it and it's just a wild category is is best actress. Um, I mean, best actress is wild for a lot of reasons for in- including like who didn't make the nominee list, who did make the nominee. It's like, surprisingly. Right. The Andrea
0: um, Riseborough of it all.
1: <laughs> the Andrea Riseborough, Did you, have you seen Till Leslie?
0: I have not. Have you?
1: I did. I watched it on a plane. I, I, I wanted to make sure to watch all the ones for the major categories. And I was curious too. Um, uh, it was, it was actually on a plane. We, we, we both obviously went to a conference recently in Chicago. So on the, on the way there, I saw it on the, as a choice on the plane. I was like, ah. I should be doing work, I should be preparing for this conference, but I'm going to watch this movie that that everyone's, you know, gotten behind. Um I thought it was a um I thought it was a, a very fine performance in a in a in a movie that um that uh that makes Causeway look like Top Gun Maverick <laughs> because it's just it's, you know, I don't know anyone who saw it before the mm. the nominations came out. Um and but it's also a very familiar character and 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 arc um where you have you know alcoholic uh recovering alcoholic and and who's alienating her family and then her sort of you know recovery and redemption um it, it is a very good performance um but um but I feel like the nomination is the is the win here for her um i um, i'm going to go we're going to have our our thing about the the our top 2 i think but um i'm going to talk about Anna D'Amato and, and Michelle Williams. Um, I I loathed Blonde. <laughs> um, I I I um, to me it answered the question: What if someone did the Passion of the Christ but with Marilyn Monroe?
0: It <laughs> sounds horrible. I haven't. Yeah, so. immediately. It, I I I you know I said at the beginning that I'm way behind on the movies, uh, but more up on the Oscar race. And and this is this is the category where this is the most true because yeah, I haven't seen Blonde. I feel like I haven't seen it because. I've only heard bad things about it. I mean, I almost I wanted
1: I just needed to complete the movie. So so mm. I I watched what felt like 12 hours of this movie. I had to watch it over the course of days because it was just so painful um to watch. Not because like the acting was bad, but because I just didn't understand why this movie existed. <laughs> um, right? This sort of fictionalized account of of Marilyn Monroe and just this watching watching I don't know, this um, the, the suffering that this woman, uh, this, but, but again, a fictionalized version of her uh, was going through on the screen. It was just um, it's hard um, to, to watch. So um, I, I'm also not a big fan of the, of, I, I love Michelle Williams and I love her work. I think that Brokeback Mountain, Wendy and Lucy, Manchester by the sea. Um, I think that she's one of our best actors but I, I just, I did not like the character of of Mitzi and um, the Fablemans. Um, so, um, so to me, that was that was a performance that that you know a lot of people didn't think was was going to get nominated because it didn't make Screen Actors Guild, it didn't make the mm. the BAFTA list, um, but it ultimately made its way here. Um, but to me, it, it comes down to the to the last two. But before I, I leave, I, I, I think I feel like I should give you an opportunity. I think that you like you like the Fablements more than I did. So and I assume you like Michelle Williams's performances more, more than I did, too.
0: Yeah, I think I did. I mean, I definitely see the criticism that uh, that her performance is not as complex and she's kind of just like playing up uh this idea of her being like overly dramatic and 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 kind of whimsical and eccentric and I totally get that I think in general design like when I was watching the Fablemans overall because I'm such a big fan of Spielberg and a lot of classic Spielberg movies that I was just caught up in the storytelling of it like of yes yes like tell me why spielberg is such a genius and so yeah but i but i could definitely see kind of some of the criticism and it's definitely out of all the best picture ones it's not it's not even near the top of my list for sure um her performance i feel like is in certain scenes very good sure like in the scene where you know she's in like she is in the clot like goes into the um the closet and then you know Spielberg stand in his character sort of reveals something that he's discovered and then yeah. I don't I guess I don't want to spoil it are we not I guess we're not doing oh, spoilers because I hadn't thought yeah. about that but
1: that that was a very touching moment I know I know exactly what you're talking about but to me that 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 taps into what makes Michelle Williams a great actress right yeah. like there's a very real like moment this um that she's having a real connection With another human being whereas a lot of like I mean she's acting with a monkey (laughs) at a certain point in the movie right and so (laughs) um uh,
0: right a lot of the scenes where it's like oh there's mom again she's so eccentric right yeah I can definitely see how that that could be that could be too much um uh, but but none of these
1: actresses are going to win the the
0: prize and also like those the two that you just mentioned are prop well yeah like I guess so so the big controversy is that uh viola davis for woman king and daniel deadwire for till did not make it in here and so most of that ire has been directed at andrea riseborough to say that her kind of quote-unquote grassroots campaign is what kind of knocked them out um but i would ask like if they are in here who who do you like who do you knock out
1: oh i knock out Anna moss and michelle okay (laughs)
0: yeah okay that's 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 who i would
1: right um, and I will I'll admit I I so I, I like The Woman King a lot. I love Viola Davis and just about everything that she does. I think that Viola Davis should be on the list. Um I haven't seen Till mostly because um uh it, it just looks so wrenching. <laughs> um, and so, but I have no doubt that it was that it's an excellent performance, and I have no doubt that I would like it more than either of those two performances. Um, so um, but yeah,
0: I, I but none
1: yeah. of, none of them are winning. none <laughs> of them are winning. It's <laughs> so it's, <laughs> It's a Michelle Yeoh versus Kate Blanchett. Um, right. Um, and I okay, I, I I I, you know, forecasted that this would be where we would we would diverge, but this isn't because like we dislike any of the either of the two performances. I I love Michelle Yeoh, and I I've loved her for you know since Couching Tiger Hidden Dragon. Um and um so I I think that um that with her Screen Actors Guild when it makes it much more likely, right now. I, I've, I, it, it's, 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 a, it's just a dead heat now, right? I feel like people said it was a dead heat before the Screen Actors Guild, and I thought that was a little premature, given premature, that, yeah. but, um, but now it, it definitely is, right? Like the, the actors, um, the actors clearly love everything, everywhere, all at once. They clearly love Michelle Yeoh in everything, and she's the center of, of that movie, right? Um, but to me, uh, I just, uh. I just, I, Cape Blanchett's performance in Tar was just the kind of thing where like, it's just haunts me, right? And I I can, I can play back scenes and images from that movie. And it just feels like one of those performances that just can't be denied. Now, that being said, like, there've been plenty of years in which I've, I've, I've thought that there was just a performance that just couldn't, couldn't lose just based on merit alone. Like Julianne Moore for Far From Heaven, um, for example, right? Um, but they, but they do, right? For a lot of, for a lot of reasons, Um, and this is, so this is not an example of like a, this is not like a Sandra Bullock versus Meryl Streep year where I'm going to just be like, um, at the end of it.
0: Right. You're not going to be mad either way.
1: I'm not going to be mad either way because they're, they're both incredible performances. They're the best two performances, um, in this category. Um, and so, so, but I think in terms of, I think, so for my should win, I think it's, I think it's Kate Blanchett, um, there's not a narrative around Kate Blanchett in terms of like, like she really needs that third Oscar. <laughs> um, I know. In fact, right? it's working
0: in the opposite direction. Where of people... course.
1: Yeah, of course. And of course it is. And, and it's not like, and you know, even at the, I think the critics choice, she even, you know, sort of called out like the the awards, like w- silliness of like award season. Um, but um, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like, I feel like there's a people, people like the movie Tar and I feel like this is the category. This is maybe the only category that Tar might actually take. Um, and Tar also doesn't exist without Kate Blanchett. Like I think quite literally, it doesn't exist without Kate Blanchett. I don't think Todd Field would have made the movie without her. Yeah. Um, uh, and so, so that's why I think that she should win. I actually think that she will win. There are a lot of, of years in which Screen Actors Guild has diverged from BAFTA, and in fact, they they involve Viola Davis a couple of times, right? With Ma Rainey's Black Bottom losing yeah. to um Francis McDormand and then and then Meryl Street, right? Um she with the help and then and then Meryl Street uh won um at the Oscars. So I I think I think it's I, I think it's gonna go to Cape Blanchett, but I'm I'm much less confident in that prediction than I was um like three days ago.
0: Yeah. So this is the category that's stressing me out the most. <laughs> which is yeah. crazy because we're about to get to best actor and that's also very stressful. Oh but yeah. Definitely. This one's stressing me out the most because my Oscars puzzle doesn't match up with the narrative and the, the, the sort of momentum that everything everywhere all at once is now has had all season, right. The yeah. movie came out last, this time last year. So it's incredible yeah. that it's like a front runner right yeah. now um, at all. And so, so the idea that it's, it's like been chugging along this whole time and in contention this whole time. And now just in the last leg seems to, after SAG seems to have had this big sweep of momentum yeah. um is pulling me towards Michelle Yo Win. but then i look at my my other predictions and i'm like nothing uh, tar is not winning anything yeah. and i totally agree with you that if someone is going to be like ooh like tar's great like why am i not voting for tar anywhere they're going to give it to Cate Blanchett because she is that movie
1: yeah
0: they're going to like associate the movie with her performance and so that's why i right now i have her winning but every time i look at it and i'm like no it's wrong i mean <laughs> It is, it is
1: a fortunate, it's a fortunate circumstance in watching the Ar- Oscars. If like who you think will win, if you think who um, will win loses, but then, but then the the runner up is someone you actually want to win. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that's sort of the ideal, right? is that Yeah. There? And that's,
0: that's why I might stay like this way with yeah. will win because I want Michelle Yeoh to win because, and so I would rather be pleasantly surprised Fair enough. rather than disappointed that I, And also like, this is the one category where I feel like I'm being blinded by my love for Michelle Yeoh. And like, I love Kate Blanchett too. And she's incredible. She's phenomenal. I agree that this is probably her career best performance. Which is crazy. It's so insane because I feel like we've said that a bunch of times before um, (laughs) with other things. And so, but, but my heart wants Michelle Yeoh to win because I feel like she doesn't have an Oscar. This is probably her one chance to get one. Uh, I've been a fan of hers, like like you, like since Crouching Tiger. Like I've just been a huge fan of hers all along, and I want her to have this, right? So like this is the one time where I'm like in favor of the career Oscar, um, yeah. and that yeah, Kate Blanchett already has two, and she young enough
1: to where there could be more
0: (laughs) and i've definitely heard people say that based on interviews especially i think the two of them actually did like a inside the actors kind of thing together right that it seemed like kate blanchett want like she's like she's like no like i don't need any more you should have this um so so that's but right now i'm going to predict kate blanchett still and then hopefully i can be pleasantly surprised
1: (laughs) Michelle, as you you were at sag
0: yes yeah i was super happy because i thought i really thought that it was over for her um and that Cape Blanchett was gonna gonna take it. Um, but yeah, we'll see. This is a real nail nail biter. I feel like, yeah, like you said, it's really even, it could go either way. And it really kind of, I feel like it hinges on how big a night everything everywhere is gonna have. Yeah. Um,
1: you know, everything everywhere has has made its way through like the guilds now, right? It's one of the producer's guild, it won the director's guild, it won screen actors guild. So to me, it's unstoppable um in picture. Um but it's also because the category, the the um, the um the performance categories have been so unpredictable. It also it, that feels like it favors a sort of a little bit of a spread the wealth year, um, where people are going to want to reward more than just um, one or two films. Mm-hmm. In the mm-hmm. um, so, I that's why I, I I'm going to stick with Blanchett. Um, but I will, I'll I'll be perfectly happy if uh, if Yo wins. Uh, yeah, as well. I will. I'll not be happy if Anna de Armos wins. <laughs> um, but I don't think we're gonna have that problem.
0: Do but you anyway, think? Yeah. Do you think both of them have been campaigning? Because that I can't like Michelle Yo is definitely campaigning. Michelle Yo is definitely campaigning. Kate I'm not I, sure. Kate Blanchett is. I, Kate Blanchett.
1: I she's doing interviews. I see a lot of interviews about tar, right? And um and th- so they're not they're not campaigning in the i think in the sense of like what i typically think of like the um where you go to like a lot of like talk shows and you know talk up the movie i mean tar came out a long time ago um and it's also not it's not the melissa leo um right (laughs) campaign like the whatever the photo so i don't uh, but i do think she's she's at the very least she's she's supporting the movie right um yeah
0: that's what i think it is is she's inadvertently campaigning for herself because she's championing the movie. Yeah.
1: Um, but she even at the critic's choice, she gave that that speech where she sort of like again was calling out the award season. Right. She's
0: like, why are we pitting women against each other anyway?
1: Yeah. You know, she, um, she has a, like, she says like, oh, they're just in dialogue with one another and that's all, that's all well and good. But um but you know, there's there will there someone's gonna pick up a trophy. Um and and they're gonna and you know Cate Blanchett's been showing up to the awards. I think there was one award show she didn't kind of the critic's choice, I think, right? But like she's been showing up to the award shows, right? So, mm-hmm. um, um, yeah, I it, this is this is a this is a tough category. But now we're going to go into another tough category, yeah, um, with best actor. Um, so here, um, I think I, I'm going to do what you did. With best act- actress, kind of right, and I'm going to pick that, that that what will win will be a performance that I actually do not want to win, um, even though I like Brendan Fraser a lot, I, I I like him a lot, but um but I I watched the whale, and I thought that that the that performance was so big that actual whales were like that's a little much, <laughs> um and um and so, you know I think that there's I I you know I I watched his um speech at the Screen Actors Guild and I think also the Critics Choice um. Where I think it was um, at least at the Critics' Choice, I think it was a little bit of a surprise, right? I think that a lot of people were were expecting um, were expecting Colin Farrell
0: maybe mm-hmm.
1: um, to win that one. Um, so um, I, I think that that it makes sense to me that the actors are are, are supporting um, Brendan Fraser and and um, to me this is I, I thought that originally I thought this was sort of a three horse race with Colin Farrell and Austin Butler. Now I think it's Austin Butler versus Brendan Fraser. Um,
0: I uh, yeah, it's incredible how Colin Farrell has just dropped out of the running
1: so quickly. Kind of unfortunate too. Like, I I think his performance was was tricky. The best lines in the movie are not his, though, right? Um, and his character, I think it's hard to play like a to be the lead and the sort of like dim bulb kind of kind of character, right? He
0: has to kind of be both the straight man to Brendan Gleeson, exactly, and the protagonist. Yeah, it's really it's really it's a hard role, and I feel like he does a great job. He's yeah. actually my should win, um, yeah. Because be, for that reason, because I feel like he, like he is really at the center of the movie. He has kind of the most, like, thankless role, like the yeah. least flashy role, yeah. um, and a lot of and his and his performance is is subtler, right, than all the other characters. I think so. Um, and I was just really excited for him to get an Oscar because, you know, he's been he's been doing really great work across the board. Like I really loved him in the Batman um right a totally different role but like I just yeah. feel like I was ready for him to get an Oscar and now after BAFTA I feel like it's a done deal like he's not... oh if
1: he, yeah if he couldn't win BAFTA like if the if, after Banshees did what it did at that ceremony then I feel like there's no way that it's going to happen here
0: yeah what do you think and, about I, o- and I feel like people are what I'm realizing from the precursors is that people have decided sort of what we were saying like he's like he doesn't have the standout role yeah like he he's essential to the movie of but course. he doesn't have, he doesn't get those, he doesn't get the all the good lines, like you were saying, Carrie connor yeah. does and stuff, right? Yeah. What do you think of Austin Butler and Elvis? So, oh, Elvis. <laughs> I think, yeah, I have, I have some thoughts and feelings about Elvis. So Austin Butler in Elvis is great. He's the only thing working <laughs> in that movie, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, yeah Um sure. and I actually feel I feel more that way cuz uh, the comp I often hear is between Elvis and Bohemian Rhapsody right mm-hmm. cuz it's a similar thing of like oh a mu- famous musician right. biopic uh the movie's not that critically well received but you know people really love it because they love the musical artist that the movie's about right and that kind of clouds their judgment or they're willing to overlook a lot of things. Uh you know I'm susceptible to that as well. Um but I really feel like Austin Butler was a great Elvis, yeah. In a bad movie about Elvis, yeah. Um, and so yeah, I'm conflicted about it. I I definitely would not be picking him. Like I I think, yeah. Who's my number two? I actually, didn't in terms of should win. I didn't. I don't know if I I know that right now. Um, for me, it probably the, would be Bill Naïve, Probably Bill Nye.
1: Yeah, I, I loved him. I, well, I'll talk about that in a second. Let me let me. <laughs> one thing about about Austin Butler. I, to me, that film was so disjointed that it was hard to piece together a coherent character even despite austin butler's best efforts Mm. and i know you hate the term ingenue but let's let's use it for a man i think you can use it for a man so austin butler's kind of the ingenue right like he's he's a he's a new face he's like i think that there might be a feel so even though i think it's between the two of them i think fraser will ultimately take it if for no other reason than well at least partly because um Austin Butler sort of like an is a new fresh face. There'll and there'll, there'll be other opportunities to award him. Also, the in the speeches that he gave, um, right, he's been he's been using his Elvis voice, <laughs> which I found slightly distasteful. Um, right. So- it sort
0: of depends on how how where you land, where voters land on the voice thing, because I feel like on the one hand, it's not good. right to be like come on come on dude like like, use your regular voice like you're you're not you're not Elvis anymore like it's okay uh and then he had to kind of come out and say like oh the it it feels I think I heard somebody compare it to Lady Gaga in House of Gucci where Lady Gaga had all these interviews where she sort of talked about the mental anguish of being preparing for this character and to playing this role and it backfired right that people were like come on uh and I feel like this has the possibility, or could really go the other way. So, like Pete him being like Elvis became a part of me, right? Like, and 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 then that narrative, his response to why he still has a little bit of the voice left, I feel like doesn't work for some people, but might really work for other people. And same thing with their him referencing the Presley family and Lisa Marie Presley's death, and how yeah. she really loved the movie and she was so thankful that he got to play this role again, it could cut either way. It could be any press is good press and like has a lot, he has a lot of attention yeah. because of that. And people are like wrapped up in the narrative of like, yes, he honored this great icon of music history, um, before his daughter died mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. Or you could be like, that's in poor taste. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, look, I and there's, there's support for Elvis, right? like
1: Elvis got, got some nominations, um, um, down the line here. And, um, so, uh, it's, it's, I could definitely see him winning, uh, given that he won. I mean, it was the Baftas; It was especially right. Yeah, um, a surprising win. Um, my, my should win for this is between Nai and Mescal um, for after sun and, um, both, and both are clearly like the, the more subtler, they were subtler performances. They're very understated, but lovely. Um, and, and, and ultimately for me, um, just had more an effect on, on me than, than I, either of the other, any of the other three, um, like nice performance. just had me bawling at the end of, of, of living. And then, um, Mescal, um, I think I'd buy a hair. I, I might actually pick Mescal. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I, I thought that, um, that just one wounded expression of his in that movie said more to me than like all of like the caterwauling of like the whale. <laughs> so, um, but neither I
0: got to is- watch the whale. I'm so cute cuz like the what you're saying about it makes me so cute. Now I want to kind of like hate watch it.
1: <laughs> well, you know, one other thing is that that Brendan Fraser's character plays a writing professor. And so, so, so there are lots of reasons that I, that I, I just like to compete, but part of it is also his portrayal of like what many professors do. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so you'll, you'll see. We're by,
0: okay. So we can't, we can't, we're not impartial when it comes to that. We're not, we're not impartial, no. <laughs> okay. So, so my, to, to make it clear, my will win is actually Austin Butler. Okay. Um, because even though I'm really not confident about it. Yeah. Part, part of me is like BAFTA was a surprise. Yeah. Um, part of me is like, people just really like him. He's, his like, he's the it actor right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think people will want to reward his performance in that movie. Um, and I don't know. I just, it's part of it actually is just kind of, it. it I don't, I often don't use like a gut check to, to predict the Oscars. Yeah. I feel like that leads to madness, but this <laughs> one, I'm just like, I feel like, I feel like it's going to be him and I feel like people are going to be upset about it. Right. uh, They're going to be salty that Brendan Fraser didn't win or something like that. Right. But, and, and the other thing too, is I feel like in Kihei Kwan, we already have the comeback narrative checked. Yeah. And I feel like sure. people are going to be less likely, like I feel, to me, Brendan Fraser's win at SAG feels more like a SAG thing.
1: Fair enough. Yeah. um, He did win at the Critics' Choice, though, too, right? Like the Critics, the Critics preferred, preferred that, which is kind of surprising too, right? Um, But um, I... I after BAFTA, I mean, we, we texted, right. And, and, and we were all fairly certain that it was Austin Butler's. Um, so I could definitely see Austin Bu- Butler. Um,
0: the other thing too, is like acting recently has paired with makeup.
1: Yeah. And true. that's
0: also what's making me really conflicted, but I feel like, because so like, it could be the whale gets makeup and Brendan Fraserwood's actor. It could also be Elvis gets makeup and Austin Butler gets best actor. And I feel like since Elvis has a best picture nomination and the whale doesn't, that that yeah. indicates less support for the movie in general. And so I feel yeah. like that pairing is less likely to occur. Um, also, I feel like the makeup in Elvis is just so like extra. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whereas whereas with the whale, it is it is that classic sort of actor transformation that oftentimes wins makeup, but it's also like very prosthetic heavy and less makeup. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I shouldn't pretend to know a lot about makeup and uh, and stuff. But um but to me that I can see people being like, oh, like Austin Butler's wearing lots of eyeshadow check. You know what I mean? As opposed to like look viewing Brendan Fraser as a makeup win.
1: Yeah. Um I will say though that the last the last it boy versus like a you know established that I recall was the Gary Oldman Timothy Chalamet year, which oh, was not long ago. And I did Gary Oldman? I don't know if Darkest Hour won makeup. Maybe I don't know. I don't remember. Um, I mean, Gary Oldman definitely won best actor though. And I, I, I was Chalamet. I
0: think you're right. I think you're right. So well, that's a good
1: poll. Uh, yeah, maybe. I I I uh, I I I I'd prefer Butler to Fraser. <laughs> um, but but that, so I'm going to predict Fraser. And then just be happy if I'm wrong, and then just be happy if I'm right, just because I'm I was right, not because I wanted it <laughs> to happen for this category. But it's a, it's such a it's such a um, weird year.
0: So, um, uh, Darkest Hour did win. Makeup. Yep.
1: Okay. So maybe.
0: So, mm, oh, now I want to change it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I reserve the right to change it like the day before. Course. Oh, after. of course.
1: Meryl Street. I mean Meryl Streep uh, definitely won makeup, uh, right? The the dark, I'm uh, not the um Iron Lady, right? That definitely won makeup too. So so you know the, Yeah, the, I was
0: thinking more yeah. of Renee Zellweger and Judy and oh, yeah. um and Je- last year, Jessica Chastain and Isa Tan. Oh Marvel. yeah, there you go, right? Like that's why so I feel like I feel like that's where the Austin Butler Elvis win fits in. Yeah, yeah.
1: All right. Original screenplay. Um so this is um I'm gonna rule out um uh the Fablemans and Triangle of Sadness for me personally, and also for the for the will win. I don't think that either of those um, will will probably win. I think I think the Fablemans has more support than 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 I am exhibiting <laughs> for the movie, but I don't think that screenplay is the place where it would be rewarded. Um, Triangle of Sadness again. I think this is I, I I think I like this movie more than than you did, but even I who liked it r- recognized that it was a a pretty um, bloated um, film
0: um yeah when i started watching and i saw the runtime i was like what (laughs) i can't watch this all in one sitting what are you doing
1: yeah no no and that's fair that's fair um i think what's what will win is is banshees i think that the the acid dialogue of it alone is um is will propel it to the win and also um i think this is the most likely category for it to take right um I, I think it's po- entirely possible that everything, everywhere, all at once, will take it too. If it, it, it and if it takes this category, I don't know when, you know, what the order is going to be. But it, screenplays sometimes happen early uh, in the night. If if everything, everywhere wins here, then I feel like it's about to. You're about to watch a stand.
0: Right. That's that's setting the tone for a sweep.
1: It's gonna. Yeah. It's Michelle Yeoh. Then that, that, that means actresses flipped. It means everything is. But um, but I think it's gonna go to Banshees. Even though for me personally. I I think I, I, um, I would go with Tar. Um, I think, I think that was a really, um, I think that's a movie that, that I'm, I'm the movie I'm most likely to rewatch 10 years from now. And I'd love to see Todd Field win. It's not going to happen. It's, it's between everything everywhere and Banshees, which again, are two excellent screenplays, but I think it's going to go to Banshees. What do you think?
0: I agree Uh, and I feel like it's for similar reasons I think when I was doing my Oscar puzzle when I was like I did all my individual category predictions and then I zoomed out and looked at which movies were winning which ones yeah I, I sort of said okay Banshees is actually not winning that much yeah but this is where it will be able to win like this is the one where people will be like oh banshee's had a great screenplay let's vote for it there and then it, we can that's that's where we're going to spread the wealth and then it's okay that it doesn't win in a bunch of other categories yeah. um including a bunch of the acting categories so and i think people think of martin McDon- mcdonough as a writer more than a director yeah he's um, a right? yeah. yeah he's it came from playwriting and also just like that screenplay is really good like his writing is, is amazing his yeah. like the all the dial like you said the the dialogue uh is so great and i feel like that that's what makes the movie it invites you to dig into it thematically because of the writing the writing is the thing yeah. it's sort of it does this beautiful thing where it's like building its own sort of manifesto about art and life yeah. right into the the conversations these characters have and so uh, to me to me it's actually right now it's my should win and will win okay um which which is All tough right. because yeah yeah uh because i i you know i do think everything everywhere does also have a great screenplay and also like a much more challenging screenplay to write yeah. Yeah. Uh, because it's, it's changing settings so quickly and so frequently. Um, but I feel like, I feel like I would, if I had to choose, if I were being an Oscar voter, I now get the spread the wealth thing. Cause like when I was doing this, uh-huh. I was like, Oh, well, I mean, it's going to win so much other stuff. And I really feel like it's more a, an achievement in directing than writing. Right. Um it for for the same thing for the kind of quick cuts and the multiversal stuff and whatever. So um, but I, I could definitely see tar. I like I love the screenplay for tar. And I feel like that's the one that should be getting more credit than it will because it's not as flashy as like in terms of literary work, it's not as flashy, right? Right. Um, but I would love to see this, I would love to read the screenplay for tar because I feel like the visual, like translating all the visuals in the film into um the words on the page I feel like I would really love to see what that's like yeah yeah
1: I mean Kate Blanchett had those great lines coming from somewhere <laughs>
0: right um, exactly oh yeah and there's so many great monologues that she has in that movie yeah yeah um
1: for sure yeah um all right original screenplay um oh no sorry adapted screenplay um so okay I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna start from the ones that I think are not likely to win here so I think Top Gun Maverick is an excellent movie. I thought, a, I thought it was a fine movie. And I thought if Top Gun Maverick had won the Producers Guild Award, there was a chance that it could win Best Picture. So now I think that chance is gone. Um, but I, and I do not think it's going to win screenplay. It'd be weird if, 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 if Top Gun Maverick, if the, if the thing that it won was for its screenplay. I don't think anyone walked away from that movie talking about that. Um, Glass Onion, I thought was good fun and all it needed to be, um, but I think is a lightweight compared to the competition. Um, my take on, so Quiet on the Western front, which swept the Baftas, right. Um, I thought was an, un, was a powerful movie. Um, uh, my take on it though, is that like all anti-war war movies, it's essentially kind of like a horror film, right? It's really reliant on sturdy directing and these memorable sort of set pieces then, then in carefully crafted story or dialogue. So, I, so I was talking to a friend who, who, who. Who thinks that if, that this this is actually the favorite that All Quiet because All Quiet did so well at the BAFTAs and there are only so many categories where it is eligible at the Oscars and then this could be its big win, and I get that, um, uh, but I don't think it, I don't think it actually will win. I think that what will win is Women Talking, and I think it should win. I love that movie. I thought despite a really high degree of difficulty given given the concept, it was an absolute triumph for for Sarah Polly. Um, and, um, you know, I, I get, I get, you know, some people complain like it's, it's very stagey, the dialogue isn't very, very, it doesn't make sense given who the characters are that they would speak in this way. I, but I feel like it's pretty clear early on in the movie that this is, that it's outside of the realm of realism, right? And, um, and so once you accept the premise of the movie, which is established fairly early on, and, and then you just listen to the to the dialogue and hear the, and then and then see these characters these three-dimensional characters um you know come to life I, it's hard I, I found it just incredibly moving not just moving but just riveting too from scene to scene and and um to me just as exciting to watch as like a movie like top gun maverick which is obviously a very different kind of movie um i also love living though um and and thought that the screenplay for that and, and, it, and it has a literary pedigree obviously so um i thought that that Um, lived up to its, to its pedigree. Um, But for me, I I think that what will win it's between women talking and all quiet. I think women talking would, will take it. And that takes away some of the sting of no women being nominated for best director maybe. Um, But, um, uh, and I think women talking should win it. Uh, But I'm very curious on on your take on this. I I, I don't know your take on this.
0: Yeah, I know. Uh, So I landed on all quiet will win. I feel like people are just assuming women talking is going to win yeah. because they're like, well, it has, to, it's, it has to win something. Right. But I feel like they've, they bungled the release of that movie so yeah. badly. Yeah. And it, it was, you know, it barely squeaked into best picture. Yeah. Um, because no one had seen it because it wasn't out for a super long time. Uh, and, and I, and yeah, so I feel like, I feel like people are just kind of presuming that it's going to win because you know because they they love it and it's so good and and that and that they're going to be disappointed because All Quiet is going to win. Uh I feel like we can't ignore the All Quiet momentum. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people are sort of rationalizing it's crazy BAFTA wins as oh well like that's just a British thing, right? But I feel like you know everyone also at the same time recently has been like well the academy is getting more international. The academy's getting more global and their voters are expanding and their tastes are changing because of that. And so I feel like this is what's going to be the result is that Alquant is going to have a bigger, is going to overperform on Oscar night. I feel like traditionally something, a movie like this would only win international feature. And that would be, it's like, okay, good job. Like you, this is what you get. Um, But I feel like we can't really deny how it's been consistently overperforming all, all season and kind of coming out of nowhere people are like what like why is it winning this and this uh people were shocked that it won best film at BAFTA and not you know and that Banshees didn't win and Banshees yeah. only won British film um so that's kind of my take right now I feel like in looking for places where all quiet could upset and surprise this is the one place I feel like and also if we look back at at the history of winners mm-hmm. oftentimes this category really favors at adapting classic literary works. And I feel like, you know, everybody had to read All Quiet on the Western Front in high school. You know what I mean? So like if you're if you're an Oscar voter who's not particularly tuned in and hasn't seen all the movies, you might go for that one because you're like, oh well adapted. So it must All Quiet, you know, is from like a, a one of the greatest novels of all time. So let's 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 award it here. Yeah. Um in terms of should win, I'm really torn I actually would probably go with, with living um, because I feel like when I heard the premise for living before in anticipation of Sundance, I was like, wait, they're, they're trying to remake an adaptation of Katsuo Ishiguro. Like, what are you doing? Why would you do that? That seems like a fool's errand. And then when I saw the movie, I was like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. Uh it's just so good. So so because of that, I feel like that in of itself is an achievement and an adaptation that it was able to give me that impact, like manage like uh upend my expectations in that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also I think it would be super fun if Top Gun did win this. <laughs> just to choose yeah. violence. Like I like I feel like <laughs> for people, you know, for people to be all upset about it. Um, because it's not even from for me, I could never cho- even though I love Top Gun, I can never choose it because it's not actually an adaptation. It just is it's just in here it's just because a- it's a sequel. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's it's-, te- it's technically adapted from like a, a news a magazine article from the 80s, um, that inspired the original movie. And so like I, I feel like because I would I, I feel like it's category fraud that's in here, even.
1: Um, yeah, but you would never want to go up against the original screenplay. Um uh right if you if you know that's sequel.
0: true yeah yeah
1: yeah oh so, yeah no. yeah so
0: like we should have a there should be a sequel or prequel screenplay category <laughs> and then it could win um but yeah i think actually this is a fairly strong category overall yeah. i would say and like yeah shout out to glass onion i feel like the most delicious thing about that movie is ryan johnson's writing and how kind of like witty it is and uh and, you know, it's it's to some people's taste and, and not to others, but I really liked it. Um, to me, it wasn't as strong as the original Knives Out. Yeah. Uh, and just, and especially in terms of it as an intricate mystery. Yeah. Um, and and so for that reason, I feel like I, I understand that. Like, I'm glad it got nominated, but um, it's not necessarily at the top of my list.
1: Yeah. All right, let's move to director. What do you think about director?
0: I mean, All I, right this this category has changed so much in the yeah. past few weeks. Yeah, uh, I feel like after DGA it became a whole other thing. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, for it it seemed like Spielberg was going to win for a super long time. Yep. And everyone was just like, yeah, obviously Spielberg. Um, who's going to challenge him? DGA is not going to give it to the Daniels, right? But then they did. Yeah. Um, and and again, I think that's a show of strength for the movie overall. Um, That it keeps kind of surprising people with like, oh, well, that voting body, that that uh, guild is not going to reward such like a like weird and quirky and original and fresh movie. Right. They're more traditionalist. I feel like people said that about DGA and then they they gave it to the Daniels. So I think they're my will win and should win. They are. Uh, Yeah,
1: I mean, they are for me, too. Um, I for me, it was between the Daniels and Todd Field. Um, uh for tar but um i while i gave the edge in writing to field i think i'll give the edge in directing to the daniels i think it's a very high degree of difficulty here i think it's also like a showier um um direction directing um than in tar or any of the other um nominees here i mean i'll be honest like i wouldn't even though the fablemans was not my favorite film of the year i i i wouldn't i wouldn't mind a spielberg win like a career win here um but uh, I don't think it's going to him. I I think I think I've I think I think it's going to who it should go. So
0: yeah, I actually don't have Fablemans winning anything right now. Yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> um, which um, seems crazy. Yeah, because it's Spielberg. But and I actually really I really like the 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 career narrative of the Fablemans. Like in particular, I think it was Spielberg's Golden Globe acceptance speech where he sort of explains sort of how this movie came about and why he and 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 how he really is talking about this is him at his most vulnerable and really like a lot of it's it's the product of an introspective yeah push for him to understand sort of why he's made all these other movies that we love um and so i'm a sucker i'm a sucker for that um and so i was comfortable with him winning i was like okay fine um uh but i love that i feel like i love what it would mean for the daniels to win um, yeah. in terms of the direction the academy's going in and what what this opens up for future movies and and all that but but i also feel like yeah like todd todd field I, yeah I, lo- I, I haven't talked about how much i love tara tara is amazing <laughs> <laughs> tara is so good it's it's so like yeah haunting was the word that you used earlier and i feel like that's largely an achievement and direction like to have yeah. to have subtle things like Lydia Tarr going to the check the refrigerator in the middle of the night yeah right to make that a crazy thrilling like creepy scene yeah I feel like is it speaks to the the strong directing so I mean it's not gonna happen um do you feel like if Edward Berger were on here instead of Ruben Oslin that we'd be having a very different conversation
1: it's a very good question um maybe yeah maybe um because he wasn't nominated for DGA either, right? Right. Because that—that was what what my I was talking to someone about this earlier. They they were like, well, um, everything everywhere has prevailed in all the, all the guilds, but like it it, it didn't go head to head with um, all quiet at every one of these at, at, at all of these stops, right? Um, so, um, but yeah, I, I I think it would be maybe maybe a different conversation, um, but um, yeah, I think it's. I think it's a pretty foregone conclusion this and, and honestly, our last, our last conversation about that best picture. Right. 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 Uh,
0: yeah, and the last thing I'll say too, is I feel like triangle of sadness in anticipation of nominations coming out, had a, had a lot of buzz and momentum and, and it's just totally dropped off, which is really yeah. interesting to me.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the fact that it, that it got into the best director category is pretty impressive. Um, De DeLeon not getting into supporting actress, I think it's just a, a it's just a statement on the the quality of that field. Um, but yeah, there's clearly some support for the movie, but yeah, I don't think it's going to, uh, I don't think it's a threat at all. Um, all right, best picture. Um, so everything everywhere. Student gave oh, me- Oh, your <laughs> rock. My rock.
0: Googly-eyed um, rock.
1: Googly-eyed rock. Did you,
0: did you, is that like an official, officially licensed A24, a 24 googly eyed rock? It or is that? Not, you?
1: It is not, a student gave me this.
0: I think they stole the
1: rock and then put the googly eyes on.
0: (laughs) That, I mean, I don't approve of stealing, but that—that's—that's the way to go. That's the way to go.
1: Um, I mean, I I don't think that there's much there's much suspense with regard to this. Like, there's there's chaos all around the all around the the board, but but not here. Um, I do think it's it does point to though, like that you know, there's ten nominees and most of them I think are really good movies, Um, and so this is part of why I like. Doing this and watching the movies and talking to people about them is because, um, because I discover things that I might not have watched otherwise. Right? I wish that they were spread out a little bit more throughout the year, (laughs) and it wasn't just like a mad dash to watch them all. You know, in October, November, December. But um, I, um, I think I think it's a really strong year. I think that that there are a lot of great movies here, um, and I think only one can win. (laughs) Uh, What would you think would be possible? The possible upsets. Um, I think, so here, t-
0: yeah, here's the thing is I think people are so confident now that everything everyone's going to win, because like the common thing I keep hearing across all the podcasts I listen to is there's no consensus for number two. There's no clear upsetter. Right. Um, I mean, I think for a while, people thought it might be tar. i oh, sorry. That's that's the- <laughs> that's a that's a 40 and slip because I would love for tar to be in contention <laughs> uh, at all. But that's just that um, I feel like uh, Top Gun yeah was topic. a po- a possible spoiler for a while um uh, but then when it didn't when pga people were like oh well if it we can't win here the 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 guild that you know wants to reward box office hits the most um then i think yeah but and, and then people were sort of like oh like everybody wanted to talk to and take pictures with tom cruise at the oscars luncheon some people were like oh does that mean top gun has a lot of uh, support um so but i feel like that's kind of that's not really happening um banshees was i think the closest to a, a runner up but because it kind of didn't underperform at bafta people are like well if, if like the brits aren't really giving this movie all the awards like what does that say for the the academy yeah. um so i don't know what would you what would you pick as like the i guess all quiet is probably all the quiet. closest i think it's all quiet i think that's Which seems oh, crazy it is crazy it's not gonna happen
1: but if if i i think it's all quiet or top gun um and the only reason that the only okay, now we're just we're 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 struggling. We're 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 trying to find the vulnerabilities. The only vulnerability I can see for everything everywhere is that um is that for certain like like the 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 sort of stereotype of the Oscar voter, the stodgy, you know, old white man, that they're they might not the green
0: book voter. Yeah,
1: yeah, right. That they might that you know, like it's it's a movie with like, you know, hot dog fingers and and uh, and multiverse and like words that that they're not going to like. And I I have heard you know like we're in our little bubbles where we're talking like with people who who think sort of similarly and around the same age. But um, but I talked to other friends who's just like my mom hated that movie, <laughs> right? And um, and so if you in the in a preferential ballot, um, if. If it if it is actually somewhat polarizing for a certain population, and put, people put everything everywhere further down the list, then that could potentially hurt it in a way. So, like when we think of like uh, uh, like the Coda Year, right? That um, I'm not sure how many people had that as number one, but probably a lot of people had it pretty high on the list because it was um, it was a movie that, that people enjoyed and and could feel happy voting for, right? Um, I'm trying to look on this list about something else that would make that, that would make them happy. Um, I don't know. All quiet seems like a weird choice. I think Top Gun would be the choice, right? Top Gun would be something that would be high on people's list. Right. Um, uh, so that would be the, that, that could potentially work. Maybe it, if, it, if it were to happen, that would be my explanation is that it was that, that among a certain, you know, population. It, right.
0: It, and that is very friendly to all types of voters because i feel like even if you're of the younger generation or you're someone who would also vote for everything everywhere a lot of tons of people i know who like everything everywhere also really like top gun but if you're someone who doesn't like everything everywhere you probably still like top gun that's right right so and that's the movie that you're like yeah like let's that should be winning best picture so um and it's kind of an amazing movie in that way in that like. It shocked everybody with how good it was, and it really has no business being as good as it as it is. Yeah. Um, and I mean, look
1: at the end of the day, if if everything everywhere wins all the things that you think it's going to win, but Top Gun won Best Picture, would that be the worst thing? I mean, like I don't know. I think.
0: I mean, it'd be insane. It would be insane, but yeah. it wouldn't be the worst thing. No. Um, and especially since Hollywood is like, thanks Tom Cruise for saving movie theaters. Yeah.
1: It makes yeah, sense. I, yeah. I, I think that Oscar voters are more resistant to like the, the, th- the calls for whatever we ask Oscar voters to do than we think, you know, like I, I've read plenty of pieces that just like, they, they only care about like these small movies and that's why the, they they don't, um, they don't, um, people don't tune into the ceremony and it's not relevant anymore. And, and so I just don't think that they care <laughs> yeah. like at the end of the day. And, and, and I, I think, for of these one... near- yeah, go ahead. Sorry.
0: For a long time, I was really afraid that everything, everywhere, because it became the front runner so early, yeah, would be vulnerable like Power of the Dog was last year, and that people would be like, "Oh, like it's winning, so I'm going to vote for other things." Um, and I keep or or the the discourse of like, well, lots of people would be against this movie because it's like too out there or it's you know it, it has hot dog fingers and yeah, you know. uh, and I feel like we keep being like, don't set yourself up for disappointment. People might actually not like every everything everywhere, but. It's happening. Like the, the momentum is there. It's been winning lots of stuff. Yeah, it's it, like you said. It's unstoppable at this point. I think.
1: Yeah, um, it's it's just a question of how 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 wide the sweep is going to be, right? And and whether whether it whether Michelle Yeoh, um, Jimmy Lee Curtis, right? And 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 we'll have a, We'll we'll know those answers fairly early in the ceremony, right? Yeah, um, but. I think the ultimate end of the ceremony, we're not going to have like a, a moonlight surprise. I think it's just, I I think the thing with Power of the Dog is that it was it was a front runner, but it was it was not a front runner that people, it was not a movie people loved. Right? Like, like loved in the sense that they, I loved the movie. I think, I think it should have won or drive my car. Like I loved those movies. Right. But, but it was weren't... a
0: movie that a lot of people admired more than they loved yeah. or cared about. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So, yeah, right. Yeah. You're
0: right. And that might be what happened to Banshees, to be honest.
1: It could be right because as much as I, I as I really enjoyed watching that movie, um, I it left me a little bit cold at the end, and I mean that's probably also part of the reason that that support for Colin Farrell sort of fell um, mm. too. I mean, I think also it has to do with what we talked about earlier—the showier performances around him. Um, but um,
0: but anyway. what, what's the likelihood of Tar upsetting?
1: Oh, it's so incredibly slim. <laughs> I wish it were. <laughs> I wish it were uh, a higher likelihood. I mean, like it is. It's also it won the New York Film Critics Circle and the LA Film Critics Circle. That's a rare thing when they when they both align, right? Um, uh, oh, I think that no, actually, LA it was like a half, right? It was it was uh, I think everything everywhere tied with it. No, they right?
0: tied, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I love a tie. I love an everything everywhere tar tie. But you can't you can't count on a tie, and it's just not going to happen, right? It, that's 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 that's. I think uh, the
0: preferential ballot makes it so you can never have a tie, right?
1: Oh, maybe so. Yeah. And also it's like, it's, it's, it's even more power of the dog than power of the dog. Right. It's like chili and, um, right. Uh, it's,
0: cere- it's cerebral. It doesn't cerebral. have a lot of heart. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. The one thing that I would put in there as like a seed of hope, if you wanted it is the internet loves Lydia Tar memes. <laughs> that's true. Right? And then the whole thing about like people thought she was a real person and she's not and like all the internet discourse if that somehow I mean I think yeah like like you said film like what people describe as film twitter or film pe- lovers on the internet yeah. is a pretty it doesn't align usually with the academy and so like we mistake one for the other but I feel like that's the one place if there was overlap with people just being in love with li- the idea of Lydiatar and jokes about Lydiatar then that that, it's where, I, it's it's not happening. I that, I'm just pulling at strings here, but
1: yeah, that that supports like Blanchett win, um, but not a not a tar win. Oh, that's um, a good point. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. So congrats to everything everywhere. You're going to be winning the Oscars, <laughs> is what we've concluded. Right.
1: That's right. Um, and so, it's an excellent movie. And in an excellent year for movies, it's it would be a deserving win.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much, Antonio. This was super fun. Uh Thank you for having me. I'm so glad we got to we got to go through all of these eight categories. That was incredible. Um so uh can you tell people who are listening where they can find you? If Oh, I'm not anywhere. <laughs> well, that's true. You're off
1: the grid. I'm I'm off the grid. You can find me in my LinkedIn profile. <laughs> so now uh so yes, I I have nothing for that. I'm just I'm just here. I only exist in 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 your on on the long You're
0: take. You're in the in the long take <laughs> cinematic universe. Okay. That's right. And that's it uh i i love it i love it um all right well thank you so much for for joining me to talk talk the oscars and i can't wait to see what i panic change to in the next two weeks
1: (laughs) me too
0: too. i got burned by penelope cruz last year because i panic switched at the end and that's what torpedoed my predictions um but yeah so we'll see what happens a lot could happen in terms of you know those those um single ballot interviews haven't come out yet those usually always throw chaos into the into the mix um and a lot of like things in the press could like campaigning could happen between when voting starts tomorrow so it'll be exciting thank you for listening you can follow the long take on substack at thelongtake.substack.com Subscribe for free to receive reviews of films with Oscar buzz, as well as new films and series from pop franchises like Star Wars and Marvel.